Chuck Norris, actually, the chickens would actually come to him and lay. Say, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. Oh, hey, I'm glad that you could join us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast. I am joined with Bill Sammons and Denise Harper, both of The Morning Show. Hello. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Good to see you. And Mark Dickey is here from The Afternoon Show. Mark? Hey, hey. It's good to see you. I'm Andrew Jackson, Director of Marketing at The Bridge. And we're going to share some personal stories and thoughts with you about the topic of worship today. We even have a special guest, so that'll be great. Now, just as a reminder, the Bridge Podcast is made possible by our great sponsor, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. That is the place where the oceanfront view is only the beginning. You can visit them online at boardwalkplaza.com. So when it comes to worship, I, you know, my wife is on the worship team. I enjoy, uh, you know, a few of my favorite hymns. Um, but Mark, you're, you're in the band, right? Yeah, yeah, I play drums at my church. We don't do so many hymns, not that we don't want to, but the, the our style at church is very much like a full band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of a concert feel almost, or you know, are you are you drawing people into worship with you? Definitely. I mean, like people say concert feel, mm-hmm. but I mean, any, I mean, if you're playing an instrument in front of somebody, it's a concert, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, but the the mentality is what it's all about. You know what I mean? Right. Leading people into worship. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And Denise, I like that chart, lead worshiper. I've heard that exactly as a term. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that when you hear the, the, the lead, instead of the worship leader. Right. I like that, the lead worshiper. I love yeah. that to hear mm-hmm. that. Yes. That's pretty cool. Whoever that is. Yeah, whoever it might be. Yeah, it could right. be a soloist, could be a part of a band, as you said. Whatever, right. So. Yep. And Denise, you've, you've been in the praise and worship environment for a long time as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, any fond memories that you have from? Many. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I love that worship can happen anywhere, and, and uh, God just wants to be an audience of one, mm. you know, where mm. we worship Him, and we could do that in our car while we're driving. So. Sure. And Absolutely. it doesn't have anything to do with music. That's the thing. We always yeah. associate mm. it with music. Right. But it doesn't have to be. It's much more than that. It is. Mm. You know that song, When the Music Fades and All's Been Stripped oh, Away, yeah. that song, the Matt mm-hmm. Redman song? Yeah. That really points to the fact that it's not about the music. Yes. Yeah. That's a great song. Now, Bill, you and Mark had a special opportunity to talk with the band North Point Inside Out. They're from Pastor Andy Stanley's church, Mm -hmm. North Point Church. They're in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. So you you guys got to sit down and speak with the band recently, right? Yeah, we sure did. We sure did. We had them on the phone, and it was a a great discussion. We got to talk about worship kind of all across the spectrum. Uh, So uh, we'll listen to that now. So uh, I'm curious if you guys have a favorite hymn. Wow, that's a great question. I grew up, you know, in very traditional church. I think How Great Thou Art is a song that is a go-to for me always. You know, it's such a powerful, powerful song. That would probably be mine. For me, I think it would be it as well. Um, even with the story behind it, obviously is beautiful, but I just, every time I hear that song, it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. It just kind of breathes peace for a second, which is awesome. Sick. Yeah. I love both of those. Um, so like there, there are so many great hymns, uh, they're, they're countless really. Um, why, why do, is it important to you guys to continue to write modern worship songs? I mean, I think at some point, you know, hymns were modern worship songs, you know what I mean? Like. That was their expression of art um, and worship at the time. Uh, For me, 
it's kind of simple. I mean, my wife just says it all the time. She listens, she keeps Christian radio on in her kitchen just about all day, you know. And um, there'll be certain times where, you know, she'll say, hey, Heath, I, I need songs today. I need an expression to point my heart to Jesus because worship songs for me are a way of putting God in his rightful place. You know, I know singing isn't everybody's thing, but for me, worship is a way to put God where he belongs and um, on the throne of, of my heart and giving my attention and my affection, you know. So I think that's why it's important um, to keep writing. And God's always creating, right? He's never created the same thing twice. So if we're made in his image, it's important to just keep doing that and give new hope um, to people and expressions of worship. How important do you think it is for Christians to sing during a worship service? One of the criticisms is the modern church services is that you know the band is on stage the lights are out in the auditorium and we watch we don't sing is that a fair criticism and how important is it Um, it to sing this is brandon talking again you know honestly i'm just being straight i'm a songwriter but i'm not a good singer um i enjoy my my whole life changed uh, my whole worship life changed when I started being very intentional about reading the lyrics of what I was singing. Um, and more importantly, I, I would rather, if you if you said, hey, the whole crowd's going to stand and they're going to sing, but but it's not going to really take heart, like take root in their heart, they're just going to get up and sing. Or if you said, hey, the whole crowd's just going to sit there and read the lyrics and meditate over what you're saying, I would rather the crowd sit and read and really put the words in their heart than to stand and sing and go through the motions. And and I speak to that because I'm a drummer and I don't sing at all. So because of that, there's many times where I don't feel comfortable singing, but what I'm reading on the screen is literally changing my life. It's truth that I'm digesting and, and putting in my heart that's changing my life. And it doesn't matter, you know, I think the as the drummer, like I love to see the crowd standing and engaged and singing and going and doing their own thing. But I think it's it's really hard to judge um, a crowd's intent based on their participation level, you know, because some people just don't process truth that way. Yeah, that's that's funny. I, I play drums too, and I love to sing, but uh, no one's ever going to deliberately put a mic in front of me to sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you kind of mentioned it. You kind of mentioned it a second ago, um, but there are people who who go to church every Sunday and they don't really connect to God through singing. Singing isn't their thing. Um, would you have any recommendations for them how they can worship uh, even when singing isn't something they connect with? Man, that's a great question. This is Heath. You know, those. it's tough because I, I love singing, you know. My wife is not a singer. It's the funniest thing in the world. You know how she's my favorite singer, but she is not. Uh, she can't carry a tune, and it's it's beautiful, like because it's so sweet to see her freedom. Um, I think you know when she gets kind of when she knows the PA is loud enough. She's looked at me in church before, and like gone. I hope the PA is loud enough so I can sing today. I don't want the people around me hearing. You know, um, which I think is kind of funny. Um, that that's tough. I mean, I kind of think what Brandon said is is really right on. With I think it's easy for people to feel pressure on a Sunday morning that I'm supposed to stand and you know stand and stare or stand and sing. 
And this, these songs, you know, just like David in the Psalms, they're prayers, you know. And so I, I think engaging with the truth of a lyric and if you feel like, you know, for me, even often on a Sunday morning, if I'm not leading worship, uh, there are times where I like to sit and pray, you know, through the worship service. Other times, uh, if I'm feeling myself just kind of spectating, I'll kind of open my hands up, you know, and just kind of receiving just to say, God, whatever you want to say to me today, I'd I'd love to do it. That can be a little bit uncomfortable, you know, for a lot of people to lift their hands or open their hands or sit down when everyone else is standing up and, and kind of pray. And but I remember reading this psalm where David said, I'm not going to offer to God that which costs me nothing. And I thought that was kind of an interesting, interesting deal, you know, to sometimes it feels a little bit uncomfortable, but often our hearts will take on the posture of our body. You know, I've heard our pastor Andy Stanley say that, you know, he said, it's hard to be prideful when you're, when you're kneeling, you know, he says his dad, Dr. Stanley taught him to pray on his knees, you know. Anyway, I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense or helps, but um, often for me, those songs are prayers on Sunday mornings. Never thought about it before. That's so good. The beauty of that is that it kind of takes the style of the music out of the equation. Yeah, because, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because we can like to argue about that. Oh, it's not my style, or I don't like to worship with that style. Has, really, if you're taking it from the position you're talking about here, it really kind of takes that out of the argument. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Cool, man. So Heath and Brandon are two members of the North Point Inside Out band. Correct. And that, that was really insightful from their... Uh, you know, from their perspective as performers uh, and worship leaders, but also I liked hearing what they felt as church members, mm-hmm. just sitting in the pew or sitting in the chair and where their heart was during worship. You know, what was so cool to me is if, if you've seen a video of them playing, uh, the, the, the church that they're at has all the, the colored lights and like the, the fog machines right. and they, they don't spare any expense making a, a big, huge worship environment. Mm-hmm. And for them to say, you know, these are the hymns that I love, um, or no, it's not about the genre. It's about, it's about these songs that they're prayers. I love that he said that, that right. you just, you strip the notes away and a song is just us trying to talk to God. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. You know, I was struck by the thought that you're, when you're there in church during the period of time where we worship God, you are there for God. Yeah. You're not there to, to see others and you're not there to show yourself to others and to be entertained right yeah it's not it's, about you it's not and i think a lot of times walking through the door in the morning or, or where you know where our headspace or where our heart is at we get that confused it's okay to get it confused but as soon as you know you're there yeah. <laughs> try to get back to that position where you're there to meet with god i appreciate the freedom that i felt after hearing them say that um you don't have to be a singer because mm-hmm. i'm not a singer actually most of the songs are pitched too high for me to sing mm-hmm. um and I'm not an extrovert. I'm right. not comfortable moving around much when I'm in church. I, yeah. But I read the lyrics, and I get something out of it, and I feel like I'm worshiping. But I've always felt like oh, I'm I'm uh, being judged by people because I'm not as into it. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, maybe mm-hmm. appear to be appear as into, to be it, into it, but I am. 
Yeah. They just don't know it. It's right. my own thing with yeah. God. And yeah. so I, I've kind of walked away from this with a little bit of freedom about that, that I can worship mm-hmm. the way that I worship, the I, way that I was made. I agree. I, I felt the same way the freedom yeah. that they spoke about was there. It's palpable. Yeah. I, I'm the kind of person where it's really easy for me to sway to the music uh, just because I play drums. I move a lot with the music. But when, when God's really speaking to me, I'm usually sitting down or I'm just silent. I'm not even, not even singing cause I can't multitask worth anything, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's, I think it's important for people to know that you don't have to, yeah. you don't have to put your hands yeah. up to be mm. worshiping. Yeah. Uh, I was remembering a time where I went through a really dark time. Uh, some really tough things I was walking through and I have been a singer for, ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't ever remember a time in my life that I wasn't singing in one way or another. And uh, I felt like I lost my song. Mm. And so during worship, that was, for me, um, it was weird because I wasn't doing something that just had become like second nature to me. But honestly, going back to the whole worship isn't necessarily about singing a song. Uh, some of the sweetest worship I ever had really led to my healing because during worship times, I just was quiet. I closed my eyes. I listened to the lyric. I breathed. I just breathed in feeling like I was in the presence of the Lord. And uh, I think back to those times and it took about, it was about a year of week in and week out, not feeling like I could sing at all. Because if I started to sing, I just bawled like a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just too emotional for me. And um, I, I just felt such a healing time. So I, I think for me, I would want someone who might be saying, I feel challenged that it's really hard for me to do that. Just breathe. Breathe in his grace. And um, you'll be just let him wash over you. You know, let the song. Uh, I love in Zephaniah three seventeen. It says that he sings over us with joy, and so let him sing back that that you know that message to you that you are loved. Right. He he's going to know what our heart needs absolutely when we step into his yeah. throne room. So mm-hmm. he's going to be the one, like you said, to sing mm-hmm. over us. That's a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. Mm. Another thought that I had during um, Heath and Brandon sharing when they talked about how the the original the what we consider old hymns, <laughs> they were like the songs to listen to, you know. Um, they were really the, the leading edge of, of what people were writing as an expression of uh, faith and yeah. love and, and God's uh, expression in their life. But um, I thought about Fanny Crosby. The, you know, I don't know how many uh, hundreds, right, mm-hmm. of hundreds hymns of songs, that she's yeah. written and incredible stories behind almost every one. Um, and at the time, she was like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I don't know if she came to town and said, you know, Fanny Crosby is here? <laughs> she wasn't touring. But, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I really think don't so. know. But, uh, but, but it would be neat to, to think about that. So where in 50 or 100 years are some of our singer-songwriters uh, going to be? Are they going to be in the pages uh, or maybe the digital displays of yes. our grandchildren's uh, hymn book, right? I mean, really a neat thought to have. Yeah. And also a neat thought that you might be a contributor to that song book that, you know, that God is, is writing for all of us. Yeah. I loved what they said about being that God is creative. I mean, he is the great creator Mm. and we're made in his image. So for worship to be, to keep 
being refreshed. Refreshed, right. Know, new just, lyrics, yes, new expression, absolutely. new creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a God of, of mm-hmm. creation, definitely. So this was just an incredible interview. I'm so, you know, I wish I could have sat in with you guys during that time, but I'm glad that I got to, you know, peek over your shoulders and, and hear it. Um, what what a cool time to, to be with a couple of guys who have their finger on the pulse of what worship is all about. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know, something that always sticks out to me that, that I think about a lot is how important it is to, to share the gospel and, and to to get new people to know who God is and be able to worship him. And it just ministered to me a lot when he talked about the, the hymns, um, that, that those were brand new one time. And all the songs that I've grown up singing, uh, whether it's Hillsong or, or Elevation Worship, those are going to be old songs one day, mm-hmm. and and I got to get closer to our God through those songs, and and that's enough, and that's enough. All these kids that are coming up with their with their everything and all their crazy virtual reality stuff, they're going to have their own weird music, and you know, <laughs> if it gets them closer. at the feet of our Father, right. then I need to be okay with that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there'll be a lot of expressions over time, won't there, of, uh, of how we, you know, draw closer to the Father. You're right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think part of worship is just bringing what we have and laying it at his feet. So mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, you know, some people may have more creative giftings than others, but every single one of them is something that God created in you. And he just, when we worship him, we just bring it before him. Absolutely. Well, when you're in your worship time this week, uh, take time to meditate on the lyrics. Focus on the prayer of your heart and um, let God sing over you so that he can bring healing to what you're going through. And be sure to download the Bridge Mobile app this week. You can get our latest podcast episodes through that app. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend. They might benefit from what you heard. Provide feedback to us or suggest some show topics when you email podcast at 887thebridge.com. And you can get complete show notes on our website at 887thebridge.com. 